Oh, no. Oh, okay. This is the thing that actually does freak me out. Um, <laughs> so, so Elon Musk believes that That's we are That's enough to in... freak out anyway. <laughs> and there. Yeah, first of all, he's crazy. Do you know he tried to send... Uh, yes. He sent a submarine. The submarine. Yep. The submarine yeah. to, to Thailand to, to help the kids. And then he insulted the and guy. And then he insulted the guy who was like... Help. I would put help in quotes right there, yeah. Well, I did. They can't see the yeah, quotes. Okay. So until I couldn't see them either. That... It was, I'm looking right at you. They were so subtle. <laughs> the very subtle quotes. Um, Elon Musk... Oh my God! There are so many things he's brought into my life that I love, yeah. like uh, flamethrowers that I can sure, domestically sure. own. Yeah. Um, possibly trying to create an underground highway through Los Angeles. Possibly that only he gets idea. used. I don't earthquake think, country. Yeah, I'm like that's yeah. not gonna go. Yeah, I don't well. even trust the subway here because of that. He, he's insane, <laughs> and I love it. He's a supervillain. I don't want to make him is upset. Absolutely. But of all the things he believes, oh, and also I don't have time to fact check this, but this is a podcast, so you can do it later. <laughs> oh, <wow>. Um. <laughs> He, I guess, is a super, super big funder of like some major GOP parties. That He's, is correct. Oh, yeah. I would yeah. Has he funded like both parties, but yes, in yeah. that weird way where it's like whatever benefits him. That's, exactly that. Yeah. Way. That's terrible. As, as rich people super do, villain. right? That's, <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Do. You get the we money. We thought he was Tony Stark. He's really Lex Luthor. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it is. I, on any given day, I check Twitter and I'm like, "What is it today?" Well, that's pretty Tony. That's uh, pretty Lex. <laughs> Lex move. He he has, and he's talked about this. That he believes that there is a one, like I don't know. He pulled some percentage out, mm -hmm. but like one in a billion chance that we are not living in a simulation. He believes, and his belief is this: because <laughs> technology, and this is where my head gets gets hurt, because <laughs> technology has boomed, just computer technology since the eighties to now. Yeah, he's like, if you look at the. If you look at the amount of technological growth that we've had in the last 20, 30, 40 years, and if you continued that forward 100, 200, 300 years, there is no way that given the rate of growth that we would not eventually have created a technology that would be able to have lifelike simulations um, and, and that the technology would be so advanced that we would be living inside of a simulation and not know it. So he he thinks that we're in the Matrix. <laughs> he believes that we're in the Matrix. The Matrix, the hit film. In, in he saw words. that film and went, "I think we're in that." This, know, is, the, this, this is the guy. I still haven't seen that movie. You what? Have, oh, what? Oh, no. I haven't. I haven't either. Shame. Two of us. <laughs> I know I am ashamed. You gotta see it. <laughs> well, all right. Well, it's on my list. Cool, so it's on my list. I'm Brock Powell. I have seen The Matrix. I'm Andrew Lindy, and I have seen The Matrix. I'm Bethany Brinton, and I have seen The Matrix. I'm Cheryl Jones. I have not seen The Matrix. I'm Elisa Gonzalez. I've never seen The Matrix. I'm Joe Myers, and I have seen The Matrix. Woo! Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Great. Well, let's get into it. Really bad Alice in Wonderland illusions and uh, commentary on the pharmaceutical yes, industry. Brock has oh made it quite Brock. clear how he feels Brock. about I this hate film. This film. That's wild. I hate That's The Matrix. It, yeah, wow. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that before. It's, yeah, yeah it's I an either. awful, awful movie. Most people say like, "Oh, it's okay," and the sequels suck. Yeah, yeah that I've heard a lot. On, that the first one suck. starts off bad. Yeah, well, 
Okay. <laughs> Question before you rant. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Johnny Mnemonic? No. Okay. What is Johnny Mnemonic? I've well, heard of we'll, it. I've we'll never seen it. Yeah. We'll Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Keanu that. Reeves. Put a pin um, in that, as they say. Well, I, I will spurs my rant out, so this won't be three hours. But I will just say that one of my one of my big issues with The Matrix is watching it is, oh my god, it's so dated <laughs> for a movie that's about. I love it though. Night- I love how dated it is. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's about all of this like technology oh. and advancement and like limitless thought. It is so so dated with I, like a I, tropey late 90s just, action cliches it's the perfect like 90s time capsule <sighs> the thing that makes me cringe i will admit because it's not like my favorite thing i do enjoy it but the thing that makes me cringe is going like wow here's the origin of like the cyberpunk aesthetic yeah, <laughs> yeah. and like seeing that kid in well, high school like oh put away the trench coat Bob. It's <laughs> like, well, I, will, I will say that blade runner did it first and did it better but yeah. it was the new cyberpunk. It was the new yeah. cyberpunk. Yeah. 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 cyberpunk yeah. is what they call and it. it. Was, Cyber yeah. grunge. The leather. Well, I have to say it was dated in that 90s kind of, especially the beginning with all the rain, very the crow, you know. But yeah. uh, but it didn't bug me. I was fine with yeah, it. Yeah, I was the okay acting, with it. I know it's from the 90s. Okay, I love, fine. I love Hugo Weaving. Oh, yes. God, yes. My God, does he go full ham. I, I was, I was watching perfect, that going, though. Yeah. it's amazing. I just kept thinking, I think that's Red Skull. <laughs> <laughs> is that him? I, oh, that is him. Okay, I good. love his performance in this movie. He's marvelous. I love him. He's... We're going to break Brock down. <laughs> Seriously, Hugo Weaving's performance in this movie is one of my favorite things because because he goes full ham, because he makes such a weird choice and you're just into yeah. it the whole time. You're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was into it. I, I it, it never pulls you out of the film. You never go, what's this guy doing here? You're like, this bad. <laughs> bad person. The, the one moment that he does that I really love is when when he does have that moment of like why he wants to get out so badly oh, and talking yeah. about the yes. and stuff. That monologue's great, but yeah. everything else is like... I love it. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> no, I, I love just I, that monotone, like the, just the note, very little yes. expression, the kind of uh, oh, a mechanical so sort good. of because he's... Well, he's, he's supposed to be a program, in, yes, but he doesn't want to talk like a robot. Right? Yes. Yeah. So I, I liked that. <laughs> I thought it worked it. for that all those it. guys were a little like that and yes. yeah I liked it those are probably my favorite thing yeah, yeah. You, you like the agents? and they're all like the Phil like Coulson agents. lookalikes you know with the <laughs> right. sunglasses I dig that Global shades and the I'm into the Coulson thing oh, um, so cool I, I think I mean I it amazes me also that you're not so into the action do you not oh I'm not a big action person. oh okay oh. Okay. Yeah, I think those action scenes, each one is embedded yeah. in my memory. When I was watching it again for the show, I was just like, oh, yeah, this is the fight in the lobby. Like, oh, oh yeah, this comes- is that fight. <laughs> and I thought it was interesting, you know, when the movie was out, even though I didn't see the movie, I saw all that stuff about that that bullet scene, the slow yeah. motion. Yeah, the bullet, bullet time. Right. Yeah, bullet time. And like, and it was, it was so spectacular and different for its time. And now watching it today, I was like, it didn't even make an impact because it's so common it was now but i know time, it yeah. came yeah. from that movie yeah that that because i remember reading all of that like wow that's really amazing mm-hmm. yeah. I, I the biggest thing that really bothers me in this is i have no you have no reason to like neo there is absolutely no redeeming quality <laughs> you are told immediately that he's just the chosen one right and right. and you have to like him and then i have to be stuck with him and i i like as a whole i think keanu reeves strikes me as a really great human. I yeah. love his work in uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey. Of course. And also John Wick. Um, 
I did not like him in this. I did not like anyone in this. I did not like this. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne as Morpheus. I loved him as Morpheus. Oh, I, come on now. Morpheus, um, the lady who plays the Oracle. Oh, she's great. She's great. She's great. Yes. That 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 scene that scene is great. Yes. But all of the weird mumble jumble mythology of like the British kid that's like he's no spoon and like bending spoons <laughs> and like they're all also the chosen ones getting auditioned. Yes. It, I love hero stories. I mean, we were talking before we started recording about Star Wars. I love Avatar The Last Airbender. I love Lord of the Rings. I love clear mythology and direction. See, I don't like, I don't like Lord of the Rings. Okay. And I don't like some of that when it goes too far into mythology. I'm like, I just, I don't care. So this <laughs> kind of worked a little better for me because, yeah. yeah, it had it. Interesting. But this, to me, was more philosophy than mythology. And I think that's what I hate about it. Oh, that's what I like. It's very yes. much a philosophical thing. But the philosophy behind it is is really, really but, sh shallow to me. It, well, I thought it was true. a thing that that allowed me then to think more about it beyond the film. Yeah. I did have yeah. to watch... The first time I saw this was as a freshman in undergrad. Interesting. And I think... I can't even remember what class it was for. But I, I wasn't taking a philosophy class, but I think it was like a segment on philosophy in whatever class I was taking. And so the first time I saw this, I was sitting in one of those uncomfortable like wooden desk chairs like in an auditorium with the lights off. So I was like squirming the whole time, but like I was still <laughs> engaged in the film, <laughs> just not in a comfy theater setting. But yeah, then watching it again, I do remember like the action pieces and things like that. I remember... I, I'm trying to remember if we actually had a discussion afterwards on the movie, and it was kind of just one of those surface levels, like, what do you think? Like, oh, they talked about this. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and there's, like, a, I mean, a few Alice in Wonderland things, but I would argue that it's a really big Jesus allegory. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, really, sure. really yes. big. But but that's the thing, is, like, they they pick and choose the allegories, and they are not at all clever. Like, they're not I clever. I wouldn't call it clever at all. Yeah, I, I, I get, would, yeah, I don't know. It's, it, it's not without... It's problems. Oh yeah, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. Or it's without, just, I, do, yeah. I do think the one thing that I really want to give it credit for was every every turn in the movie that I was watching, and they'd have a part where someone said something cryptic and weird. Neo said, "Well, what do you mean by that?" And then they answered it. Like they don't ever, <laughs> they don't ever go like, "You'll find out." Yeah, or right. the, the answer was the friend it. you made along the way. No, yes. it's it's they tell you every step of the way, like what they're doing, why they're saying it. And why I think like the spoon, there is no spoon because there is no spoon there yeah. in the Matrix. Right. It's kind of like, helpful. I don't know. But for me, I'm like, that's bad storytelling because uh, you, you, show <laughs> and don't, you show and don't tell. <laughs> mm. Show me what the Matrix is. I, the, the, the film is everyone talking about their experiences within the Matrix, mm -hmm. all this sort of thing. We never see Zion. We never see these things. We yeah. never see the other humans. And I get that's what the sequels are for or whatever. Mm. But my thing is like, if, if you're the chosen one and, and in any story about like, humanity surviving and breaking from an empire and breaking out of like awful oppression. I need to see a really clear example of what the plan is to create a world that's better. Not, you, you know, and, and like, I think Mad Max Fury Road of all the films that I've seen that, that have handled that yeah. had, had at least like a plan of what that looks like. This is what we're going to do to move forward. This a is sort right. of plan. This is what yeah. we need. Kind of. Yeah. yeah at I least, would more of a plan than this film. Yeah. I I, this is just that's, like I get on the ship and let's beat up the robots and then start over humanity. I think that's kind of what I like about this though is that like everyone's clearly grasping at straws and when, when they pull him out everyone's like are you sure it's I don't think it's him. Why, we're just waking you know he just doesn't know what's going who is this guy? Everyone's <laughs> just like why are we doing this? And they're 
they're all kind of like going down with the ship as, as it would seem. And then and then he sees the Oracle. And it's like, nah, it's not you. It's like, oh, uh, uh, what? What? <laughs> you, you, you don't really know what's happening. And that's what I like. And I think that's what you don't like. Well, <laughs> that in the, it has that aesthetic of of what I call sterile sci-fi. Cause, yeah. And, and it falls in the category with Inception, which is also a movie I don't like. Um, which, which is, is crazy. also a movie I haven't seen. Well, well it's, on it's on your list. That's on my list. There we go. Because um, I have a lot of anger and we need to get it all out. This is rock therapy. This is what it is. No, sterile sci-fi, because what I love about science fiction is that it is absurd and, and a lot of Rube, Rube, some of the best sci-fi has that Rube Goldbergian kind of yeah. tech feel to it. I mean, sure. someone in, in Empire Strikes Back is fleeing Bespin with an ice cream maker. It's crazy and clunky, and you didn't even notice it until I told you. But it's there's a very famous sequence in Empire Strikes Back where everyone's fleeing. They're fleeing Cloud City after the Empire takes over. Oh. And because all of the tech is just this hodgepodge of stuff that was real stuff in the 70s. There's an ice cream maker in There's there. a guy in the back who has an ice cream maker who's like looking. I think That's he's almost spiking the camera. That's what I would choose to take with me, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. But it's, a, it's not an ice cream maker in canon. It's of some course. sort of like ore mining, prop. whatever. Right. He just needed it. Oh, my God. Um, that guy got an action cream. figure. Nice. Of course he did. <laughs> and while we're talking about Star Wars, oh, no. what is that character's name? Do you even Here we know? Go again. That character. Oh God, if I know, no, okay. no. But I will tell you, the That's... guy who plays Mouse in the Matrix. Yes. Do you know this? He's the, he's the cancer sticks guy, yeah. or whatever they call him. Death That's sticks. right. He's yeah. like some death sticks. <laughs> that was in. He's on... the lady in uh, the lady what in is... red is also in that scene. Yes. That's yes. I, what are we talking about? Clothes, Lucas right? loved I feel like I'm in the Matrix. part of the Matrix so much <laughs> that he wanted to put those actors into the prequels. In the pre- which which oh. episode of uh, the prequels? I want to see Attack of the Clones. That, that would, yeah. would be why I don't, I don't remember. even remember. Yeah, I think I saw it once. He's on Slee's Bagano. Literally, that's the character's name. And he's actually deal with this. Oh, George Lucas, you. Jordan. Crazy man. The, the lady in red, no. the assassin. Yes. What? <laughs> I never. The lady. I think so. Oh I think you're right. God. She's in that scene. That's what I know. She's she's there. Shifter, right. Sure. I I haven't seen Attack of the Clones in a million years. So. Ooh, I like the Attack of the Clones. The rest of us are just oh, kind of yeah. sitting here, like I don't know what's I happening. Actually the Tac- I actually like the Attack of the Clones. I was right in that pocket. I, uh, geez, I, no. aged the, I aged with the prequels. That's, that's so my favorite prequel. Yes, so. that's, that's, no, that's oh, but on my show I see that like the mo- the Star Wars movies that are most influential are yeah. whichever ones happen to come out when you were the right age. For when, me, yes. it's when, the originals for you. It's the, Phantom the Menace. I was 11 years old when yeah. Phantom Menace came yeah. out. I was right in the demo. Yes. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> for the rest of us, for those of us who are a little older, those movies are awful. That yes, are, yes. except for Darth Maul. Darth Maul is cool, but the rest, everything else about them is awful. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. anyhow, we could talk. So about the Matrix. Yeah, the Matrix. Matrix. What are we talking about? It needed more Gungans. So I have a question for, for the two of you who have not seen it. Yeah. Was it just it wasn't in your wheelhouse? You had no desire to see it, or? One of those things where it was super popular, so you kind of went the other way. Because that was no, for me, me for the wasn't. first couple of weeks. I didn't bother with it. For me, it wasn't that. It was just like it just it wasn't one that I felt I really had to go see. Like, oh, my God, I've got to see this. And it just kind of went by and I just didn't get to it. Yeah, I didn't get to it. It was really overhyped at the time. And then um, the the, you know, the classic images from it i'm like oh i i think i get what this is about yeah and it was i, I knew there was um, a lot of action and stuff and i'm like eh, it's really not really yeah, my cup of tea yeah, so exactly yeah and the, so now yeah. that you have seen it was it 
<laughs> yes, dated. But was it at least a decent movie or a fun watch? No. Oh, I no. liked it. I liked it. Well, I mean, I I'm I, I have no desire whatsoever to see the sequels. Oh, and you shouldn't. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what but yeah, which I figured oh, is the a freeway good move. scene in the second one at least. Okay, but, yeah, just go on YouTube that's and watch the spider. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen the sequels. I've never also never yeah. seen the sequels. There is a death yeah, scene in the third one that is so painfully done yeah. with horrible dialogue and it lasts oh, forever that no. I saw it opening weekend and I hate when people talk in the theater or shout out something they think is funny Yeah, in the middle of that scene and there was still I think another three minutes of dialogue as this person died someone just goes just die already <laughs> everyone cheered in everyone the theater cheered. So <laughs> oh my that's gosh. pretty bad wow. yeah I mean I enjoyed it if it was on TV maybe I would tune in for some of it you know it wasn't like I'm not going to put it on my list of favorites, but I liked the I liked the style of it. I thought it was neat, and and I did like the philosophy, the things that made me that I didn't just sit there and watch it. I wondered about things. Now sometimes it was not like I was like, okay, so you have the the I do I took two pages of notes, so at least I got something out of it. Uh, so if the AI uh, grow and maintain humans. Mm -hmm in this case for as a power source what do the ai do other than that and create and run computer programs what are they doing right. with the power like what are they powering Make other themselves. than, Making more other of than creating well what, i mean what do what they end? get out of this what? that yeah what are they, what are they, they getting they just to run a program just so for they don't humans? die are they still just only servicing humans? Well, in they're the not end? servicing humans. The humans are servicing them. Yeah. But it. But then. <laughs> but they're. We're servicing them, and then they are servicing us by creating this program. So we don't know so that they're for the rest of our harvesting <laughs> us. Yeah. But what else do they get out of it? Maybe it's spite. They just. It could be. It could we we blocked the sun, that. and they said. Oh, I mean, no, I don't. No. What yeah. do robots? What does your computer do when you're not in the room? Well, nothing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so that's the thing. I'm like, so what is the purpose of any of this? Why are they? I don't. To not die. The, yeah, the, yeah. That was my I take. Is just to maintain life and existence. Preservation. Yeah. I, yes. I think that's. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Really Agent um, Smith. Agent Smith or whatever. He he wants to live on. He wants yeah. to be more than a program. But how, he doesn't really know how to do that except to destroy. He does what he's programmed, and he's kind of like, "But I want more." Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the a, the AI as a whole are simply existing. Yeah. So that's kind of lame. I, I, don't know. <laughs> I feel like we're just existing. I mean, what are we doing? We are, but you know, I don't, I don't know. We're, what are we doing? We're harvesting you know, animals. I'm we're existing with intention. Things. We're also creating things. We're, you know, they created the matrix. So right. yeah, but Here we that's go. it. Like Look, they like, tried to, on, and we, then and, and Agent Smith was mentioning, he's like, you know, we tried to make like a perfect world for people, but they kept right. thinking yeah, they were but dreaming, still and it didn't that work. Program, so it's still just a program. <laughs> so. Yes, yeah. this is. Are, are you this a gamer, the, or do you? I am you not. not. Uh, are you a gamer? Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why. That's All right. why. <laughs> <laughs> so gamers can appreciate the the pointlessness of AI. Well, I think. I think it's beyond that, being a, being a gamer and being familiar with video games, I, I think I appreciate the action scenes more oh, yeah. because mm -hmm. of the way, I mean, bullet time didn't come into games until like right after. Like it was this weird, once they did it in the Matrix, it became everywhere. Every but, yeah. but the fighting yeah. is like so much like a video game. Yeah, uh, and it's and it's so it's it like as the, like a little gamer, you see that on the screen. You're like, oh my god, the movie is for for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I complete can see with that. the music, like as the fight scenes yes. start, you get into it. Oh right? yeah, and it, like they slow it down just at the right moment where they're. Oh, so cool. I don't know. <laughs> I I think you're also getting into what is 
always been a supervillain dilemma, which is like, we're the evil whatevers. I am Zardox of the evil world people, yes. and we're going to rule the planet. And then what? <laughs> and, I don't know. <laughs> but I appreciate at least that, and I do love a supervillain, but I appreciate that they at least have that goal. I mean, okay, yeah, they've got to figure out what's next after that. I yeah. just didn't feel like this AI thing had any goal at all. Yeah, Other well, than it was harvesting us so it could serve us, in a sense. Well, the, and I was the, like, that doesn't... There's a scene where so they're they talking... they don't have of, anything of their own. Well, there was a scene talking about, like, the giant robots are, like... It alluded to them expanding on the planet somewhere. Yeah. Just, like, making yes. more of itself. Yeah. It doesn't tell us what it's doing. Yeah. I don't necessarily... I, need I don't even know if apparently. the humans know what they're doing. Yeah, they're just trying to... Like, I I think maybe that's even a perspective problem. We don't... The characters that we meet in this film don't actually know what they're doing. They just know that they're keeping them oppressed so they want to come back. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, so we kind of get that Well, yeah, no, that was the thing, too, was, well, what what is the purpose of the... I mean, the the purpose of the sort of rebellion is is to break that down and theoretically go back to living like we did, but, but what it, even though everything's destroyed. Well, so. that's the thing that to me was, was the issue, and I, maybe I'm a cipher, is like, it <laughs> is, is what's the better plan here? Right. Is fighting a losing battle against giant robots, you know, as a dying civilization wearing like, I don't know what the hell they're wearing. These weird, like, <laughs> satchel cloths. Where did they get yeah, those? Yeah, it was like some sort of Mad yeah. Max kind of Where did they get subtle those Mad Max thing. I don't know, yeah. some kind I mean, of They're ground. very well tailored, though. Yeah, yeah they I guess fit they really are, well. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Were those handed down from, like, I, it's just so... Well, yeah, probably. So, and, and it takes rebellion place 100 years in the future. In the future. Rebellion Thrift Shop. Rebellion thr- Thrift yeah. Shop. In the Rebellion Mall. Well, you keep talking about the philosophy, and I want to know... Uh, maybe ask everybody, like, what is the message of the Matrix to you, or what was the thing oh, that it boy. made you think about like it maybe not a big what, question not maybe not what the film is is going for but like what did it make you think about i don't know hmm. <laughs> it's kind cool of like it, it made me when i was scribbling down a few notes it kind of just made me think about the 90s in general <laughs> and like obviously because it's like a nice little time capsule and then i started thinking about fight club i'm like wow this has a lot of parallels to fight club and yeah. then i started like why did everyone in the 90s want to believe that their world wasn't what it was <laughs> and i think and i think it was Ask one yourself of those, that question about today yeah, i guess well today we know the answer i think it was <laughs> and 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 obviously like the theme of the film and in terms of technology and what you can do with technology and we have the upper hand because we created this stuff at that time when the internet was just beginning internet and like personal computers and personal cell phones no one really knew what it was capable of or what it was going to be able to do and 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 then you you had worse films like hackers (laughs) with angelina jolie (laughs) like all these like weird hollywood things of what of what they thought that like hackers could do and like all these different things. So I think it was, they got a new toy and it was really exciting. And then a bunch of people immediately went doom end of the world. We're all going to destroy ourselves if we don't contain this thing. And so then that's, I think that's where these stories came from in terms of the philosophy. I don't know. It's, it's like what it's the, what is real question, which you can either hear coming from someone who's had too much to smoke or <laughs> from your friend <laughs> over casual conversation and you would get different answers different times so i don't know it's the what is real question i think is always going to be an interesting I, one but i think even uh, i'd like attached to the what is real question yeah. is like this idea of being more than what you are yeah like you look at um i mean even if you take the way that 
you know, Mr. Anderson lives in his little cubicle life. Mm -hmm. And then Neo is this like star hacker who's like doing all these crazy things. He gets noticed by, you know, the, the best hackers. And he's like, he can become better and more than just hacking. He can hack life. Like Mm -hmm. he can be better than what he is. And that's in a movie way. That's like showing that you can like fight and slow down time, Mm -hmm. you know, in a real life way, it's like, Oh, I can apply to be a supervisor. Like it's (laughs) like, It's like, oh, Yay. be more than what you are. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I do like how they could just, uh, you know, plug in a program and now I know Kung Fu. I know Kung Fu. Know, yeah. Yeah, that was like, really cool. I, I would actually really enjoy that kind yeah, of stuff. That easy. Yeah. <laughs> that line is so, I know Kung Fu. This is oh like, God. this is like <laughs> so a essential quote unquote Keanu movie. Yeah. And it's the movie that kind of made him a joke and slash made him like a star. I wondered has it and I'm sure someone has, has anyone put together like a super cut oh, yes. of Owen Wilson's wows with Keanu's woes? <laughs> oh you Whoa. alternate. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. I need that. Whoa. It's gotta exist. That, I meant to look it up and I, oh, I didn't get be... to have yeah. they ever been in a movie together? Because oh, I think the world they the certainly would should be not that I can recall. If they ever, if they ever do that make that either. third Bill and Ted movie. I was just saying, he could he be like be Bill's stepbrother. Or, yeah, how <laughs> awesome would that Bill, be? Bill, Ted, and Evan. I would be all over that. <laughs> That's, wow, now I want to think about that. Uh, I, I, didn't, do, I, I didn't answer the question on what, it, what <laughs> oh, yeah. it's about. Neither did Joe, I think. Did you answer? No, because I'm still trying to, uh, the only thing I can come up with is, is the most basic sense is just seek the truth. Like if there's yeah. something out there maybe you think's not quite right or everything seems one way but you see things just a little bit differently like investigate that find your truth other than that i don't honestly think there's any real deep meaning here Uh, and i wonder if the people who did lost were huge fans (laughs) of this movie i believe because they did about the same thing they just cherry picked like religious information Mm -hmm. mythology facade you know anything and everything like that and took the just thinnest yeah. layer. It's kind of like a grab bag of, of this. It's yeah. a grab bag of like and both, the big questions that they kind of right. made a with, story with, out of. With cop out, well, you decide. Which is like you decide. They do not yeah. give you an answer. Well, of what, I like what, that though. But I mean, and I think uh, that's. I, I think that's kind of <laughs> yeah. for me what the message. Uh, I don't know if the movie was is what. I don't know. Maybe I'm making this up as I go. Uh, maybe like, what is reality? What is your reality? And what are you going to do about it? I don't know. That may be stretching it even from what I actually got out of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't get like a big message, but I did get things to think about. Yeah, which I liked. Which I, I like I any think is kind any of the movie that can movie. give me yeah, yeah give me things to think about further. I, I think the the other weird Brock thing. Brock looked absolutely disgusted. <laughs> I, th- this might please you, Brock. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. One thing that I noticed this from this watch that I I distinctly don't remember thinking when I watched it in theaters or whenever, however I watched it uh, originally, uh, was how brutal it is. The 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 concept comes down to uh, Neo, Morpheus, Trinity, and their crew are the only ones who know what reality is. Right. Everyone else is an enemy. Everyone else yeah. is a living human, bre- living breathing human, and if if they're not going to let you through to do your matrixy stuff, you got to kill them. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of, I was like, oh my god! Like all yeah. the security guards. I mean, I love that lobby fight. Oh, that lobby yeah. fight to me is so good. Yes. And I'm like, oh, all of them have like families. All of them. <laughs> they, yeah. uh, they didn't go they're home that gonna day. They're going to get their flushed tube. down their little tube. <laughs> uh, and it's like it's that. That's what's so weird to me is I think in a movie that came out today with this same idea. 
it would be uh you know neo morpheus and trinity trying to convince everyone yeah they mm-hmm. would go around well and that's what the end of the movie them. that he says they're gonna show everyone the truth and mm-hmm. then he just flies. flies like superman and yeah and i thought well do they do that in the sequels like where how are you because you just walked through this down this street and you didn't do anything so how are you how are you planning to show everyone the truth well, I don't. It, they did a, address that a little bit when Morpheus said, you know, some people aren't ready to be shown yeah. the truth. Mm-hmm. So they can't just wholesale wake everyone up. Yeah. But it just looks like I'm going to show everyone Eat the truth. Off I fly. Like, you what woke. is that? What are you doing? I don't understand. So I will say that flight scene does not hold. I mean, the CGI, there's parts of the <laughs> yeah. CGI here. Oh, how many times? Green screen reflecting off of their how many, yeah. how many times did you hear me just go, Ugh. A bunch. A bunch. <laughs> it was great. With the lines, and then the flight scene was just like, oh, God. The so, flight scene was a little rough. Like the squid things. Oh, I God. love those. No. Design. I love it. The thing and inside. It nope. looks almost as good as oh. some yeah, the- lower budget things that happened today, but it was super dated still. But yeah. the flight scene especially just looked really yeah. bad. That, that bug, the bug in the belly button. And then, and I, then oh, the inevitable, we think you're bugged. Fine. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> no, come on. No, no, no. Oh, my God. First time I saw that, I was just, no, it's, no, don't touch me. I, d- oh, I, yeah, do no, think I it's... did. I watched it and went, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's crazy how they get body horror in there. Especially yeah. even like getting into the Matrix, you have to have a line put into the back of your, back head. Of your head. Well, I mean, there's the... some horror in it. it. It starts out, or I made a note here. I have to look at my note. It, it's... Uh, I have a note somewhere. There it is. It, it starts out kind of philosophical. Then you get into this action movie, a kung fu movie. You have a slight bit of a love thing in it. I'm like, you I get, do they hate put, the love story. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, that was I pretty dumb. It. But That's they the have a little doing. bit of oh. everything that it it like passes through every genre yeah. on its way <laughs> to the end. How do they possibly fall in love? Yeah, that love yeah. thing How was just. Do they fall was, in love? I do. The first. So it this was, is not the first time I'd seen it, but the first time I watch it, and then at the that that like the whole ending tie-in. Oh my god, I love you. I'm just like, what? The Who? whole true love's kiss thing. <laughs> no, yes, the I'm like, no. said that the one would be the one that she loved. But yes, she did. Of course. <laughs> yeah, no, that did bother me. I'm she like, oh, of course. It takes a, a kiss to bring him back thing. to life. Now we're in a fairy tale. So uh, maybe the whole thing is a fairy tale. Of course it is. I don't know. It's a digital fairy tale. Yes, I go back. <laughs> it is. It's an AI fairy tale. I go back to the Oracle because like it in... In my head, that's the scene that I like about this it's movie. A very I cool don't scene, really yeah. care about the action stuff. I've always, yeah. generally, when I watch movies, I kind of check out in action because I have ADHD. Mm-hmm. So, like, the minute the rhythm of, like, okay, punch, punch, explosion, yeah. I'm bored now. Like, yeah. with dialogue and story stuff, I have to constantly listen. Like, wait, who's that? What is going on? Action, you can check out because yeah. it's just mindless. Like, yeah. especially if it's like a DC movie. I think, I yeah, mean, this new was the- shot well in this. In this film, yeah, yeah I yes. just because uh, half the time in movies you have an action scene, you can't even like modern movies, you can't even follow right what's happening. Yeah, yeah. it was nice yeah. to see like a well choreographed yeah. action the, scene again. But yes, but the Oracle as this sort of like um, Don Nazi hapless kind of deity, <laughs> where it was like, <laughs> well, you just never know what's going to happen. Did I make you break the vase? Did you break the vase? Don I don't Nazi. know. Okay, the movie would have been so good if it was Don, Don Nazi. Nazi? <laughs> He was still around because he had just done Pleasantville. That would have been amazing. uh, Neo, you're the one. (laughs) Really? The Matrix is open. Would have been all. Don Knotts is the I would watch that over and over again. Well, that would have fixed the movie for me. I think the movie (laughs) introduces a really interesting question, and you kind of alluded to it 
you were asking about like, what do the robots do when they're right. not maintaining the humans? You were like, what do humans do? What do we do aside from procreate and consume things? Right. Ah, uh-huh. that's an interesting question, mm-hmm. isn't it? Because I was thinking about this today. I woke up last night. I finished watching The Matrix very, very late <laughs> in, my, in my bed on my television through my fire stick, my Amazon fire stick. I woke up today and the first thing I did was check my phone. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and morning. I have become, we are all just basically fleshy maintenance people for our technology. <laughs> yes. This is true. All we do is, is, oh, this device has beeped at me. I shall, I shall please it. Look at us right now. We're talking into a bunch of microphones into a digital recorder it's, and it, it, putting it on the internet. Yeah. So, so, and I don't mean to be grim because I think that there's more to it. But it suddenly I do, feel so purposeless. I do, think, I do think that there is a little <laughs> bit of we are coming to this point as a society and as humans where we have to decide if we want to be consumers or creators. Yeah. Um, Because I think it's so much easier to consume things. And then ironically, we are doing a podcast where we're regurgitating (laughs) consumed things creatively. But yes, we're creating. Right. But But we have a whole level of of social media apps that are like, look at this meal some other person made that I'm going to eat that some other person came up with. Some other person grew the food and some other person before that came up with the recipe. But I'm going to eat it very creatively. And I'm going to take credit for this dish because I was the one who spent $9.95 for avocado toast. I took the creative photograph of it. Yeah. So I get I think about that and then I also think about I think a lot of I'm just and I'm just going to say it I think a lot of our society is and and human thinking is uh created to distract us from our inevitable mortality. <laughs> well, of because course, that's it what it's always I been. Think it's always been yeah, that it's, way. It's always kind because of if we think I about think the it's fact, survival. It's consumerism, but consumerism, we're marketing, so we're, we're some, somebody's making the money. Right. The person who makes the most money wins. So they're surviving. Their families will have a legacy. They'll live but, on. But the irony so, is... The, do it's they survival. win? Right, well, but 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 what I'm saying is like if you think about like long term, like if we're talking about our society, yes, yeah. the rich will have money, but we're also realizing now like hey, the rich will have money on a planet that doesn't look like it's going to be able to sustain yeah. this life at this rate that we're living, right. and no one's changing anything. Like they are, we are trying to make things that are better, and we're doing things. But I, I'm sorry, banning plastic straws at Starbucks <laughs> is not the real problem here. Right. The yeah. problem is. When we regulate things in this country and we do things and we're like, you can't do that here, then the businesses go to countries where it isn't regulated and just redistribute the, po- the pollution. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a much bigger issue. Well, then if you want to go to the biggest philosophical thing, why are we doing anything when this planet is just going to end at some point? Uh-huh. Even without our input, yeah. without well, our problems, toward the sun, so the sun the will eventually destroy us or it will explode. Whatever, this planet will be destroyed. Mm. Why do we do anything? Uh-huh. And in my worst moments, that's what I think about. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was uh, one of Carlin's last stand-up yeah. specials that was his thing was yep. who cares what we do we're we th- we're, have such an ego that we think we can change anything this right. planet's going to do what it ultimately wants. everything we have ever created will disappear mm-hmm. I, I think about that a lot I mean I I'm approaching 30 I turn 30 in um what is, is it August now in October I turn 30 and I have and I will admit this for the last year I spent at least 30 minutes every night thinking about like Oh, I'm gonna be dead. Like I'm gonna <laughs> die. Oh yeah, yeah that's when it does starts. That. Like, like <laughs> I just turned fifty, and you do it all again then. But, yeah. And, and I don't worse. Wanna, yeah. I, I think yeah. that there's a weird, beautiful intention behind it because I'm like, one day all these things, and I hope that it's 
80 years from today. Yeah. But at some point, my life as Brock will just be done. And right. the things that I accomplished and the things that I did will just be stories that people tell. I will have no part in them anymore. Right. And that makes me sad. And then that all, because I think when you think about like, all I all I've ever done my whole life is exist. <laughs> so I'm pretty <laughs> I'm good, good at existing. I'm good at that one. I got that under wrap, and down. I pretty well, much enjoy it. That's kind of what the what the drive for fame is, right? Is ultimately it's that you won't be forgotten it's after you die. For some yeah. people, but but what's interesting is my like I I work as an actor and I I am on things that people know and I. I'm not looking for a legacy. Legacy kind of terrifies well, me. Well, but you're not seeking fame. Right, 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 right. I Whereas don't I'm fame. saying that that seeking of fame, right. no matter what it seems like it is while you're doing it, right. ultimately that's what it comes down to. And what to. we were talking about earlier about with the, the, the kids. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's a huge impact. On people, and yeah. that's what you're doing, and I think that's that's important. What I think with that's the kids, so people the, listening know what we. Oh were sure, well so so recently, um, I, I can talk about all this. Um, I got a chance to go on uh, a Disney cruise as a guest to talk about the voiceover work that I had done. Um, I am uh, currently working on uh, Milo Murphy's Law, which is mm -hmm. a show that um, Dan and Swampy, who created Phineas and Ferb came up with another show um, that had been running on Disney. Season two is uh, just ramping up to, to premiere next January. Um, and I had a chance to talk about the show and um, show some clips of work that I'd done for people on, on a Disney cruise who were all big fans of the show. And there were two kids there that were from Puerto Rico, which is in the middle of a lot of uh, recovery and turmoil. Mm -hmm. And they had and are really big fans of the show and had gotten happiness out of watching a show that I have a very small part in. Um, and it brought a lot of joy to my heart to know that the thing right. that I am doing, and, and, and to hit on what you're saying, it's about connection for me. Yeah. Like, and, you, and, and I think that's the thing, why I strive to do things like this is like, these are the moments I feel most alive, is connecting with those kids yes. on that boat. Um, and one of the kids, and I <laughs> was... Was because uh, when you're on a cruise ship, what's funny is you, you you if you do a show, you're a celebrity for the next six days because you're trapped in the right. boat, <laughs> and you keep with, running and the people keep people. seeing you wandering around the ship. Yeah. So I had yeah. people regurgitating the voices that I did back in the hallways. <laughs> oh, awesome. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And like all day, over and over and over. And I it was that. really really wonderful and charming. But yeah. these kids. And I won't say their names, but their kid, these these kids were, as it turned out, um, <laughs> we had all our meals really close by, so they'd come up at every meal and come talk to me. <laughs> and one of these kids was like, um, "I struggle with with how heavy I am, and I've been wanting to lose weight." And there was a 5K that they were doing, and this kid wanted me to run this 5K with him, and uh, I didn't feel physically comfortable because I just uh, it was really hot, and I was like, "I'm gonna die." <laughs> um, but this kid has inspired me right. to get in shape enough to do a 5K next spring. So if I ever get an opportunity to be on a cruise ship and a, a kid wants, you know, yeah. wants to, hang out to see you. the funny man run, I will <laughs> be able to, to do that. Yes. So the connection the, I, I reversed. Think, I think yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's our thing, our existence. You know, I'm not a religious person, but I have a kid. And, you know, I think my afterlife is her. But not just her, it's, it's what I teach her and how I teach her to uh, 
interact with other people, volunteering, you know, mm -hmm. with the AWOW. Yeah. Um, you know, how you affect other people, I think, yeah. is, is more important, so. Yeah. Yeah, but ultimately none of it will matter, <laughs> and we're all going to die, and the whole planet's going to die. <laughs> Yes. Or you'll just go live in a computer too. forever. Yes. Right. Well, the blue yeah, maybe we'll never know when it well, when the planet dies. I have dies, Sims we'll on my some... computer. We'll go hang out. We'll go, <laughs> sure. Yeah, right. Here, here's a here's a question, and there the, and and maybe to just as an ending thought. Um, I forget the name of it. It's on Netflix. It's um, alter something. Alter Altered carbon. carbon. Alter, alter carbon. carbon. It's yeah. very matrixy. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And it introduces this idea that at some point humans will have a choice to back up their consciousness into some kind of cyber drive. Yes. So yes. it's you that can live forever. Um, I do think that that is where things are headed because I think yeah. that as far as when you think about like everything that we do is survival. And I think that as technology advances, we're going to get to a point where the goal is going to be eradicating disease and extending life mm -hmm. when life is extended and resources are going to remain limited and people are living longer what happens then who gets the benefits of the life extending stuff first the rich right so do course. i really want a 900 year old donald trump running around oh, not God. not really i'm sorry or warren buffett um or elon musk or elon musk <laughs> um i think that there's something really really beautiful about life being contained in a 90-year blip on average. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. I'm not arguing that. It's just, yeah. But what happens if yeah. if we have the ability to not do that anymore? Yeah, well, I mean, do we populate another planet and continue on that way? And if we do, how much of what we've created as humans can we take with us? We can't take ancient Greece with us. We can take images of it. Right. We can't. So maybe we'll be able to take the buildings. Who knows what technology <laughs> will have? Has, I've seen it in has movies. Has anyone seen uh, the animated short World of Tomorrow? No, I don't. I think highly so. recommend it. Oh, it's no, yeah. it's um, Don Don Hertzfeld. I have seen that. Yes, and it's it's kind of touching on what we're hitting on. It, it's a very hilarious. It's a comedic sci-fi stick figure short film the way i'm selling it makes it sound awful but it's amazing <laughs> it was it was up for an oscar i think when it was released but it's it's this weird like lens of like what if we back up our consciousness and what if we can clone people and what does that look like three thousand years in the future and it's 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 a weird cool little like philosophical emotional picture of like kind of how that would feel yeah. And so it's, I don't know. We'll I all think have it's, those uh, Instagram filters and look yes. like creepy weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boy. Oh, it's going to be a matter of time before like, you know, in some dystopian version of our world in 50 years when Snapchat has some thing that you can like hit on the side of your face to like, <laughs> oh God, you know, release the I collagen. I did like, <laughs> I did like the, um, the deja vu thing that that's a I glitch in the that matrix. That's cool. Or they made yeah. a little explanation of what deja vu yeah. was. Yeah. Like, I was. Okay, yeah, I can roll with that. I was really, really glad that there was a cool uh, moment that made sense to me. <laughs> 55 minutes into the movie. <laughs> why was that not introduced sooner? Why, why didn't we introduce deja vu well, at the top of the story and make it a part of it? Like, I don't want this to be like... hinted at it, and then the, it later it was like, oh. Part of my... Like, I think one of my favorite things, and I don't know if this makes me weird, is <laughs> it, about this movie or any movie in general is when... 
as my old screening professor called it, explaino, where you have to like talk about the story and, and, and set up your world and like, here's the rules. But when that is done in an entertaining way, yeah. I'm just all in. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, and it happens in Inception too, where they're like, okay, dreams, here, we do this, you go here, you fall backwards. And like, you, they're literally like reading you a textbook, but you're engaged and yeah. you're, you're learning about the world as it's like slowly being revealed to you. Because if it was just all thrown at you, you would you would be bored and you wouldn't get I've, it. Yeah. I've heard that called As You Know Bob. As, as do, You Know Bob. Yeah. They, they'll do it in like cop procedurals yes. where it's like he's in jail why is he in jail why as you know Bob and, and when it's done really poorly yeah. you can tell be like, I love that. well your sister called and you know she talked about your niece having that surgery the other yeah. day it's like well yeah. yes yeah we've all seen those super clunky oh my gosh catch, the, catch the viewer up well, on what's happening you can do it in, in one line yeah. or in one shot or in a really entertaining way like when they go into whatever they call it whenever they go into the construct you're immediately like what's happening but <laughs> also I'm saying is like from a storytelling perspective, mm -hmm. like I, if they reveal the deja vu thing 55 minutes later, it would be really cool to be able to go back through the movie and be like, oh, okay. there are all these moments yeah. where deja vu was happening You'd and I didn't see catch right. it. That right. would have been yes. so cool. So that would have been great. thoughtful. Yes. But yes. this is the Matrix. So, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I mean, I think yeah. the movie's version of that is mirrors. Every time there's like a mirrored surface, yes. it's like question your reality. Look at who you are. Oh, by the way, yeah. I can question reality right at the start of the movie when he has to go out on the ledge. Uh, when he gets the phone call, I'm like, a building that tall would not have opening windows. Yeah, I'm just. Yeah, it would not. <laughs> that bothered me. It would not. Because I always want buildings to have opening windows because I like real air and they never do when they're that tall. So I'm like, because, and that's exactly why, what because they don't want anybody the going out there and jumping off the building. What if they made the window the code. What if they made the window open? Okay, see, all right. See, I, I think that so many that. mistakes I in this movie can that. be explained. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll it's go perfect. with that. Perfect. And and just for the record, what is the matrix.com? The password is steak. Yes, the yes. password is steak. <laughs> so and the answer, apparently, because I just looked it up on my phone, is a DVD. Yeah. Because that's all that's there they, now they, is the thing for the DVD. They maintain the website, oh, and you can, yes. they're you advertising the new anymore. 4K HD oh, DVD. Cool. Yes, and on no what password. Is the yeah. It is simply a DVD. Yeah. Is There's it? nothing well, greater it was, to it. It was that 90s thing of anymore. every movie had its just own that URL. Ad for the yes. In case well, you're curious, the Space Jam URL is still up and running. I was just going to say that. <laughs> From 1996, and it's so right? glorious. It's super Space Jam's. Oh, fantastic. I think, I think Road to El Dorado's website is still up, too. Wow. I love that. I love that movie so much. That's it's such like, a great movie. No, but like the old like, <laughs> the website. Uh, it's like that's, the flash. I you haven't click seen on that it, either, you get like a sound effect. It's not on your Road to El Dorado? It's not on my list. Should be on your list. It's what Emperor's New Groove was supposed to be. Which I have only I seen parts of. Well, it's also Atlantis. It has this oh, weird... Yeah. Kind of does. A little Did bit of Atlantis. Atlantis yeah. too? I liked Atlantis. I love Atlantis. Yeah. Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Yeah, I Great liked Disney Atlantis. Great Disney animated film. Yeah. 2001. Right at the end of their run. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a weird, Florida that was was a weird one. And that was at the end of like Katzenberg had left and they were like, we need to make a movie for boys. So they made one that was for boys mm. and only boys. Oh, yeah, Atlantis. Yeah. Apparently no one liked it. <laughs> like it. But El Dorado's great. Okay, so I have a question. I have one question for the room. Oh, no. Red pill or blue pill? Oh, I, can't, I can never remember which is which. I was which. just going to say, the red pill is, is you, you find out the truth. Red pill is truth. Okay. And, and blue then blue pill, pill is you, is you wake up, the... you think it was all a dream, 
You don't know anybody. I don't know. I feel like that's. If, I mean, that's where the. Um, if I had gotten those computer messages, I would have checked out way before then. I would not have gone to that club. I would have just stayed at home. Really? <laughs> it's oh, just I think me. part. I think part of me would have been like, I got to go figure out what this what this is. <laughs> um, but knowing what the Matrix is outside of it and having to. Yeah, blue pill. I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> I I wholeheartedly agree. I am blue pill all the way. I'm truth. Yeah. I'm truth, but I would not go to the club just because I don't like. You don't that want the scene. truth. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to deal with the struggle of it. It it's just looks like a big old hassle. Yeah. How about you? I think I'd take the red pill. Yeah. Red pill? Okay. yeah. See you on the other side. He's, as, once he's he's shown me all that. Once nope. you're in that room, I'm like, I'm good. I'll yeah. See, I'll see you in the goop. Yeah. I'm in that room. Yeah. I, I just would like to just keep living the life I was living. Like maybe do something with that, but. Yeah, I don't need to, like, get into the... I don't need to do the whole struggle thing on that, no. <laughs> it sounds a lot worse. Also, We're I all going to die anyway, so we right. And I just noticed. <laughs> is, isn't Tank in the room in the beginning? Mm, oh, you mean you mean in that room where the pill thing happens? Yeah. No, it's the other guy with the ponytail. The other guy with the ponytail? It's not Tank. Not Tank. It's the, it's the guy who, who gets... Link? It. No, not Link. And here's why you don't name your characters <laughs> similar names. No, Link's not in the first Link, one. Excuse Dozer, me. Mouse. Dozer? Switch. Dozer yeah. sounds right. Dozer. Dozer. I think he's Latino think he's and he's got like a ponytail. It's Apoc. It's a, yeah. Sure. He's one of the guys that gets unplugged <laughs> sure. later as, as he's going to No, Apoc's the unplugger. Who's no, the, Cyber. Cypher. No, that's Cypher. Oh, Cypher. Cypher. Excuse Apoch, me. Apoch was in there. Oh, my God. See, again, don't name your <laughs> characters. These yeah, are all just AIM names. screen names yeah. now. Yes, that's true. Well, I think that was also part of the point. Exactly. How come none of them had the number 69 after it? Wait, really? <laughs> no, none of them did. Neo 69. 420. <laughs> Grinder 69. Oh. Joe, Joe, did you answer red pill, blue pill? I didn't, but I, I think it would have to be red pill because I'm also a seeker of the truth. Yeah. And it would be really cool to fly and do all that cool shit in the matrix my only reservation is i could not survive on that oatmeal oatmeal (laughs) see i'm gonna stay with the in the in the fake reality and eat whatever the heck i want i'm gonna i'm gonna be if i don't know joey pants yeah (laughs) if i got damn straight and isn't it always steak isn't real it's always him technically if you knew you could just go back in and instead of fighting and killing a bunch of people you could just go have a nice burger somewhere and Uh, come back out of it i guess but Interesting. Uh, and why did they have want to, to jump over the building as that? Why couldn't? Because okay. it looks really cool. At the beginning, when it's, where it's like a test where they need, where, you know, oh. it shows we could leap tall buildings. It's, it's like the leap of faith <laughs> in the well, last why crusade. Can't, why can't uh, he just, if he could do that, why couldn't he just like, okay, I'm going to teleport myself over there. Because it's this. mental. Yeah, you would think. It's a mental thing. You have to, it's like doing push-ups. You can't just do 2,500 push-ups if you've never yeah, done I also think they can't teleport in in the computer why program. No, I think that's, that's beyond you have to go to the landlines. Yeah. The also landlines. landlines. I love it. <laughs> so crazy. It's and then it's like, why, are we all, why do we all have cell phones now? Why are landlines all gone? Because we're in the matrix. Because we're everyone. In the matrix. It's real. Those gigantic They're flip getting rid phones. of the pay phones. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want us to leave. <laughs> when he gets FedEx, first of all. <laughs> oh my God. FedEx, a Nokia brick. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that awesome. shot when he flips it open, it oh. gets yes, it. Yes, that was great. Time. You know they spent like five million dollars to get that phone in that movie. Yeah. Well, because was it because uh, FedEx also did Castaway? Yeah, oh Castaway was right. actually offered yes. to UPS first, and they said no. So then FedEx is like, let's just be in all the movies. Did no one <laughs> learn from ET? 
It's, Skittles. It's like, when someone asks Skittles to or M&M's. a movie, which was it was it? M&M's, it was M&M's and then it ended up being Reese's, Reese's. Right. Pieces. Right. Which is the only reason that that com- company is like, <laughs> still exists. Holding on. <laughs> so do you recommend this movie to people who have not seen it? Should they put it on their list? I would say put it on your list. You should see it once just to know what it is, what it's about, and to get all of the vast number of cultural pop culture references oh, yeah. that ha- came out of it. Many references. So when people say red pill, blue pill, you might remember which is which. Right. And <laughs> I won't. And, and you know, you you just so you get it. Yeah. Well, based on the, the looks I got when I would say that I hadn't seen it, I th- yeah. think Cheryl and I are the only two that hadn't seen it. Yeah. In the so, world? In the world. Probably. So I think we've we, we wrapped that up. Now but, on my yeah, sh- they should see it. Now on my show, when people say they, they, they put it on their list of movies, oh, I can right. say, oh, yeah, I've seen that. Have people yeah. put it on the list of oh, yeah. the most? Really? The Matrix? Yeah. yeah. I have a friend who who thinks it's the greatest film ever, and I, he he really loves the score. Well, it's like it's, his favorite. And movie you don't have it. to think it's great yeah. to be influenced by it. You know? That that right. is true. I don't want to meet this person that thinks it's the greatest <laughs> movie ever. Oh my god. I, I would I would recommend it to certain people that I know haven't seen it. Like if I have a friend who I just know wouldn't be into the whole sci-fi yeah. thing, I'm just like, hey, you can skip it. But if I like, if there's some skeptical person in my life who just is into sci-fi and all that sort of thing, just go go watch it. <laughs> they would enjoy it. I think it's good. I I think the action is what really I watching it again. It's like this. The action here is so clear and so fluid and I think it's so influential to every movie. I mean, you'd mentioned Keanu Reeves and John Wick. There would be no John Wick without Mm -hmm. this movie. No, I I know. It's 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 crazy to me that that is how that works. But yeah, it's it's perfect and it's good. And I and I'm looking forward to John Wick three. And I want uh, I really want Carrie Ann Moss in there. We need. Oh, yeah, because they 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 brought back Lawrence Lawrence Fishburne was in the second second one. one. I Ah, that'd be so cool. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think I would recommend it. To I think <laughs> really? That it's really? A hod- yeah, I don't know. Sure. I'm surprised this. by that. I think that it's a hodgepodge of shallow religious Im- imagery and and things that are like, as if the Wachowski siblings were just like, oh yeah, this will make them think, and just really like, like like you were saying, like lost. It's just a bunch of. Uh, ideas with no responsibility of, of a direction or like a opinion behind yeah. and a lot of cool images that don't hold up and uh, don't go anywhere. So there you go. I don't disagree with that, but I would still recommend it because to bring myself full circle, I have seen Johnny Mnemonic, which is another Keanu Reeves cyberpunk sort of film. If you've not seen it, don't put it on your list. <laughs> yeah, it's, is it bad? it's really, really bad. So it's like the bad version of the Matrix. And it predated this a few years. So really? It wasn't is that how very, he got the gig? Maybe? I, I don't know if it was, but it is part of the reason I think they got pushed back when the Wachowskis were trying to get funding for this. Uh, I do was, I do remember, I mean, Will Smith famously was supposed to play Neo yes. and right. declined it. And he declined it to be in, in Wild Wild, Wild, Wild West. West. <laughs> Jim West Desperado. Good decision making all around. Yeah. Uh, but then oh, yeah. they also, I had read that they really wanted Johnny Depp and they couldn't get Depp. So they, so that's what, what led them to Keanu. So that's know. why this movie that. didn't have depth. Good night. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to ask you to leave the but, show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, based off the fact that I've seen way worse, I, it, and it's it still held up for me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was super dated, but those fight scenes, like Andrew keeps coming back to every time I knew one was coming up. Yeah. I was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The subway scene. Yeah. <sighs> it's satisfying. Yeah. It's, yeah. So yeah. it's really it's fun. It's just, it's a, it's a movie. It's fun. It's cool. It's no, not- movies movies need to have deep philosophy <laughs> and be perfect, or you must fight in the streets. Zero over. action scenes. Yes, just like Ghostbusters. Yes, yeah. Ghostbusters the is deep, perfect cinema. The fight deep me. philosophy of Ghostbusters. The deep philosophy of Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs>
we'll get. I could do a whole podcast about the philosophy. <laughs> no, no, I could totally go there too. But let's be honest. You know, <laughs> it's not a deep movie, isn't it? You is can it? make it deep. All right, we're going to go off on a whole nother I was going to say. Gotta stop this. That's another episode. <laughs> we'll find someone somewhere who hasn't seen Ghostbusters so there we can talk go. about that. We'll have to bring in a guest. Um, well, thanks for listening. I'm Brock Powell. Uh, I uh, host another podcast called The Unpop Podcast, and I'm also a voice actor. You can find me on all the things at Brock Vox. Uh, I'm Andrew Lindy. You can find my other podcast at BenviewNetwork.com. Uh, I also host Nothing New, a remake podcast, where my co-host Justin and I, every month, uh, we look at a, a remake in the film that it's based on. Uh, that's a lot of fun. And then I also co-host uh, Dunstan Checks Minute, uh, which is the Dunstan Checks In Minute by Minute podcast. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, that's every awesome. week uh, we watch one minute of the Dunstan Checks In film and uh, talk about it. So go check that. that out, BenBeNetwork.com. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Podcaster Andrew. I don't know how you follow that up. I guess, jeez. Oh I'm Bethany Brinton. Uh, I'm a composer and musician, and you can find me on Twitter at Bethany Brinton. Uh, I'm Cheryl Jones. I host Movies Made Me podcast. You can find that at mmmpodcast.com or at Movies Made Me Pod. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Alisa <laughs> so uh, uh, Gonzalez. I'm at this Alisa on Twitter. Uh, this is my only gig. <laughs> I'm Joe Myers. I co-host a horror show called The Podcast Macabre. You can find us on podcastmacabre.com, at Podcast Macabre on Instagram and Twitter, and Podcast Macabre on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at that Joe Myers. And this has been It's On My List. <laughs> <laughs>